Femininity is powerful in all its forms. Exceptional women. Rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring. And this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Ganzorik Hulang. Ola is 19 and she lives in the capital city, Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. Recently, she was chosen for Mongolian President Scholarship 2022, which is the top number one scholarship in Mongolia. She is currently taking a gap year, but has already accepted an offer from Budapest University of Technology and Economic, so she will start studying for a bachelor degree in civil engineering starting January 2023. Also in June, she completed her preparatory course, which is required for scholarship holders. Ola is an artistic person. She cannot imagine her life without writing poems, painting, singing, and playing instruments. She is open to trying everything that immediately attracts her. She believes that Trying and doing something that interests her will always develop her as a person, even if it fails. Ola is a mistake lover and learner. Ola, how are you today? Hello, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling positive and very curious about you. You described yourself as an artistic person, but if your friends who notice more about you could describe your personality what would they say okay i think they would say like i'm very dramatic and serious person because i always have that twist face and think about everything seriously but i consider myself as an artistic but none of my friends see it as how i think i am that's really interesting. So you have a resting poker face or a bitch face even that makes people think, oh my God, that girl looks like a snob or angry, when in reality you are not that way. Is this correct? Yes, definitely. Because I asked them like about their impression about me and they usually say like, I, th- I thought you are really got that attitude like, you're having that beach face and I think you're really mad and or angry. And but honestly, I'm not. It's just because of my face. And I'm not really emotionally. I understand. And can you tell me about your artistic side? What emotions does it give you? What inspiration does it add to you? And what does it add to your life? Okay, as I said, Art is part of my life, especially playing guitar or ukulele and singing for me. And I always feel like it's really inspirational. And whenever I'm feeling down and feeling stressed and depressed, I just grab my guitar and start singing. And that just helped me to realize my stress and anxiety. And it's just so calm. It just gave me that confidence and also self-love i mean i love that and let's discuss self-love 
Do you feel nowadays, maybe even in Mongolia, the younger generation, because of social media, they compare themselves to some plastic surgery girls or Photoshop people and they lose their self-love? Or do you think it's not the case and everybody is like more confident and has their self-love for whatever other reasons? Wow, that's a great question. I think, yeah, in Mongolia, especially the girls have lost their self-love and self-esteem and confidence because they believe what they say as see, I mean. And also, I mean, it's the social media is how life works. It's just the way we see, but in real life, it's different. Because of that, most of the girl in Mongolia just do not enough love them love themselves enough. That's a problem. Thank you. And you know, may, maybe some people don't know the culture of Mongolia and the younger generation. How would you describe a Mongolian? girl who is your age do you feel maybe you are a mix of korean because of k-pop of anime because of uh, japan some chinese culture and hollywood in the u.s and a mix of all those at the same time or are are most young mongolian girls typically mongolian and therefore what does that mean i would say the mongolian girl has a mixed culture not all, not all of them, but there's a group of girls mixed with the Korean culture. And there is also a group of girls, their culture is with, mixed with uh, Western cultures and European kind of. But the Mongolian culture is literally mixed and diverse. I think maybe we're losing our culture, but... I don't think it's a bad thing, but also it's not a good thing because of we, if we are lose our culture, then what can we keep and how we keep our features and the kind of things? Thank you. I understand that fully and completely. And I'm curious also about something else. How did you productively study to be able to win the a presidential scholarship. How did you organize your day? Did you get some burnout? How did you avoid it? Like if another girl from Mongolia wishes in the future to be chosen for that scholarship, how do you recommend she approaches it without burning out? Scholarship process was not hard for me, but after the process, the preparatory, preparatory course was very challenging for me. We were like, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. at school. That was hard. And we were learning English all day. And it's like Monday to Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. I said uh, the scholarship process wasn't hard because it based on our entrance exam results. So I really didn't know I was chosen for it at first. Just my friend told me that your chosen one, didn't you see that? And I was like, really? <laughs> and I saw that I was, my name was there. And I was really impressed because I didn't believe myself. I thought, I didn't think that I can do it. But 
yeah, I was there and I was really grateful for it. And um, I now, now I have opportunity to study in Hungary. That's really good for me. And if I give advice to the next students who will hold a scholarship, I would say time management is the best habit to adapt and also learn English as much as you need because if you're bad at English actually you can't get that scholarship and you can't that you get into you cannot get into that scholarship preparatory course which is very challenging so I would say learn English the time you have yeah that's all and don't worry about much it but being productive and learning new things and also communicating with the your teacher, your preparatory course teacher is the thing. That's so true and interesting. And therefore, I'll ask you about English language learning. What was your method? Do you feel that a lot of um, younger Mongolian girls have enough practice of English or focus enough on the English language? And if so, how would you recommend to them the method to improve and practice English and get similar to you at least or with you and them always developing even better? I think I learned English in very wrong method because my if we just see back through 2020, I was in quarantine because of COVID-19 and I was really bad at English, literally. And I learned English and got an improvement in English in the wrong way, which is, I just read a book. It has really advanced words that I even understand fully. I also, I try to prepare for SAT, which is an uh kind of interest exam for USA universities and I learned in that way it was not really suitable for me but yeah but if I need to give an advice to the English learner I would say your base should be good enough if your base is good enough then you can build much more and decorate them as much as you need but what if we have a just a bad base, it cannot even lay up. So but I also uh, watched movies with subtitles, English subtitles, and also learn and improve my English with song. And the song is, is literally the best thing because it has a, you, you can improve your listening and both speaking and also listening in podcast is best for you. You can improve yourself and your English. For sure. Thank you so much for this. And I'm really curious to discover even more about you as a person. What inspires you? What things in this world gives you that emotion that you really enjoy feeling? How do you keep your mental health good and feel good in this world i know we mentioned artistic things maybe these days what kind of things are you doing or in general what things fulfill you emotionally of course my 
loved ones are my big inspiration because in here in the Asian culture, the parents happy when their children is successful at their life. So I want to be successful in my life and I want to be proud by my parents, but my siblings. And but um, also I think it's on my curiosity really inspires me and gives me motivation. And because I always wanted to be good enough. But if I say good enough, that's not really good enough for me. Does it make sense? Like, I think being good enough is being the best version of me. So I'm trying to build my best version. So I just give myself that inspiration and I keep doing it. I love that it seems, you know, you're someone who desires to develop, who finds that evolution in life rather than being average is very, very important. And so I will ask you, why civil engineering in Budapest University of Technology and Economic? Why not something more artistic or something more that can fulfill those emotions? How do you get the emotions you need from civil engineering? That's a great question. As you say, you may think I'm really artistic, but I would say that I'm artistic, both artistic and scientific person. So my big inspiration to choosing this major civil engineering as my future career was my dad. My dad is uh, just a builder who builds their own houses and build something, little house, apartments. He did not finish college or university as regarding civil engineering or structural engineering, something like that. But he learned it from his life. It's her, his life experience. I always proud of him so much. And at first, um, I used to think I will be an architect in my future. So I want to draw things as I'm artistic. But when it's the time to choose my major, it was in final grade of high school. I was like, am I really artistic? I, I, I Actually, I answered yes, but I wanted to be more creative and I wanted to things I wanted to do things more strategically and planned and Lego like Legos so I just choose to be at civil engineering also it's more like a feminine or feminist thing I consider myself as a little feminist I was like okay most of the civil engineering is the man why cannot be the woman who is a successful civil engineering. So that was my inspiration, <laughs> actually. That's hilarious. But yeah, that's literally, I think, why cannot be the successful one who is a woman? <laughs> I love that. And that's a very important topic. So as a feminist, <laughs> how do you feel is the situation of feminism in Mongolia what is your opinion on it? What is your real experience? Can you share more? Okay, that's nice. So I would say it's really tough 
to be a feminist in Mongolia because gender equality in Mongolia is really bad. I mean, it's not really equal. If we think about the people who is group of people who is in a higher state, like in politics, then only four or five of them out of hundred would be a woman. And I don't know if it's a culture thing or not, but always the man has higher opportunity and more chance. That's not really fair, but that's the way ball balls. And I don't know if I can change it, but I am grateful that I'm feminist and I will be that woman as I'm in the future. That's wonderful. And I'm really, really proud of you. Thank you, Ola. This was my privilege, my honor, such a wonderful way to know about you, about your life and about Mongolian girls in general. Thank you again for participating. And I wish you a great day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me in your great, great project and your beautiful podcast. I'm really happy and thank you.